ready. Race to the bottom. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's Winslow Tea, a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow.
Oh, yeah. Oh, dang, yeah. What's that buzz? What is that dang buzz? There we go. There we go. Hey, it's Race to the Bottom. I'm John Reed, your host. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, and I am drinking some Winslow tea because that's how you know it's Winslow. And uh, it is good. Mm-mm-mm. Love it. Love my Winslow tea. How's it going, everybody? Um, it's not Star Wars Day. Uh, that was last week, but I am confused because it still seems like it must be Star Wars Day. Went to a Yankees game this week, and they were playing Star Wars music. Everybody's talking about Chewbacca. Well, that's because the guy died. But anyway, the show that you're listening to now, Race to the Bottom, it's a it's kind of a Copernican idea. Instead of the the planets and everything rotating around the Earth, it's like we're rotating around the sun. That's what I mean by a Copernican idea, right? Something that totally flips the script. Maybe we live in a world where we're not obsessed with Star Wars every day. That's something I've always wondered. I mean, I understand people are into, like, say, Batman. You really like Batman. The whole story resonates with you as a person. You like it that much every day? Every day you get up, say, you know what I'm still really into today? Batman. I mean, I guess I could say the same about the Mets. But, uh, you know, I take uh, I take a few months off every year. My, my baseball hibernation, I don't know. All I'm saying is that I'm about to set it off like Vivica A. Fox up in here. You seen that movie, Set It Off? I haven't, but I worked in a kitchen with a chef that would always talk about Adding something to a a dish that would set it off, like Vivica A. Fox. And then he would ask everyone in the kitchen whether they had seen said movie. But, uh, you know, you got to have the presence of mind. And that's what we've got today. We've got, um, this is um, Oliver Nelson in the background, a song Patterns. That was on my mind this week. He's playing that soprano sax like a boss. But yeah, this is Race to the Bottom. Uh, This is not that serious XM channel where it's just excerpts of people's SNL audition stories. Not that. Uh, I had a weird, kind of in a weird mood, I had a weird Lyft uh, ride over here. I take Lyft. I'm one of those people who who boycotted Uber a while ago, and I actually had to Google why I boycotted Uber. I couldn't remember. But you remember when President Omelette Bar did this Muslim ban, uh, they called it, uh, because that's ostensibly what it was. And, uh, and all these, you know, basically so many people 
from all different um, countries all around the world, um, you know, Arabic-speaking countries and uh, Middle East countries, they, they come in through JFK. So there was a, a, a boycott. Uh, the, the yellow taxis did a boycott at JFK and wouldn't pick anybody up um, in response to the thing. And then, and then, but Uber kept going. And not only, not only did they keep picking up people and kind of broke the boycott, but then they, uh, they did surge pricing. So they gouged people like crazy. So that's why everybody, that's why I deleted my Uber. So anyway, I took a lift and it was just a kind of a strange thing. Maybe I'll talk about that later. But what I want to talk to you right now, because, because you know, I spend a lot of time, uh, unfortunately, you know, I kind of trash things on the show. And that's not good. You can't just spend all your time trashing things. Sometimes you got to recommend things. You got to talk about what's good. And that's why I have a new segment that started last week called Recommended. It's a recommendation. First on recommended, sponsored by Bafangul, uh, which is a great restaurant. Uh, we should hear from Bafangul before I recommend what I need to recommend. Here's a here's a little spot from my friends at uh, ba- Bafangul. Hi, this is Randall, and I'm here to tell you about the restaurant that my cousin opened up in Astoria, New York City. It's called Bafangul, and I think you'll love it. Come for the antipasti with menu items such as tartar di carne, prosciutto con peri, and carpaccio di manzo. They also have bruschetti and insalati. Still hungry for more? Try the arancini or the burrata. Wow, I think it might be time for some pasta. How about some ravioli di ricotto e spinaci? Wow, still hungry? How about salmone scottato con fagiolini? Or violetto alla minolinese? Want some pizza? Sorry, can't get that here. But it is time for dessert. How about some tiramisu? Or some gelato? You know you've had plenty of great wine. But how about a digestivo? Like amaretto luxardo, fernet branca, or amaro montenegro? Cap it all off with an espresso, a macchiato, or a cappuccino, and you are ready to go. Can't you picture it? You're halfway there. Come to Bafangu. It's my cousin's restaurant. Yeah. It's a good place. I had the uh, Salmoni uh, Scattato con Fagiolini when I went, and it was excellent. Uh, but uh, So I would recommend that. I would also recommend the show Atlanta. I just started watching it with my wife, and I'm hooked. It is so good. It is so good. Who knew? Who knew it was that good? I heard people talking about it. But it's it's so, uh, you know, this is that guy Donald Glover's show. Um, and it's set in Atlanta, believe it or not. Uh, and it's kind of about the rap game. But it's super surreal and absurd and hilarious and is a lot more kind of uh, social commentary and um, kind of just the absurdities of the entertainment industry and of race and all these things. Uh, it's wonderful. I also uh, n- need to recommend 
Why Is This Happening, the podcast by Chris Hayes from MSNBC. I do not recommend his show. It's not that I you know don't like it, but I don't recommend it. Uh, I don't think he's made for TV, but his podcast is fascinating. Comes out each week, and uh, this last week there was this woman who was talking about uh, how the deficit is just a uh, the the national deficit is uh, basically a fantasy, and that we shouldn't worry about it. Uh, very interesting stuff. Um, yeah, so that is recommended to you. Uh, unfortunately now I have to do a new segment. Um, so, you know, you guys know I have interns on the show. Um, haven't had the best luck for my first intern was this guy, Gerald, uh, and he was really good. And, you know, all things 2020 looking back, I should have kept Gerald. I, was annoyed with how Gerald said howdy. He's one of these guys who said howdy instead of hi every time he saw you. And uh, so I kind of I kind of pretended like there was another reason why I let him go, but it was basically because he said howdy instead of hello. Then I had Gerard, and I can't even remember what ha- why Gerard said he couldn't come back. Uh, then Blair, you guys remember Blair. Blair uh, was let go because he did not. Um, he turned. He he was in charge of 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 the ads, and he did not turn the ads um, up loud enough when we were um, doing the show a couple weeks ago. And Winslow Tea, which I'm still sipping on, uh, wonderful Winslow Tea. Uh, they threatened to drop us. Um, because of Blair. And I yelled at Blair um, pretty, in a, in a way that I've, I regret. Um, and then I uh, bought him lunch, but he still left. And then uh, we had our first lady, uh, Millicent, last week. Millicent, I don't know what, sh- uh, well, okay. I think maybe it wasn't her fault. But I yelled at Millicent because if you were listening last week, the show went down for uh, like the last 15 minutes. No one heard the last 15 minutes of the show, but if you do want to listen back, it is in the archive. You can listen to what went on. It was a political checkup sponsored by Johnny's Automotive. Uh, Thank you always to Johnny's, but I screamed at Millicent also, and this is becoming a bad pattern. Uh, I screamed. She, she felt like my anger was really misdirected. I think she was right. I bought her lunch. Um, but uh, nevertheless, she did not persisted. Um, so Millicent left. Now we've got uh, Pasquale, um, who's here, and he can take your calls, but he does not speak very much English. Um, so... Um, I need to do this new segment uh, called Excusez-moi, and this is brought to you by NYC Pigeon People. I'm going to teach you how to say excuse me in French. That means I am sorry. Excusez-moi, excuse-moi, pardon, pardonnez-moi, je suis désolé.
Hi, I'm Craig. I love pigeons. Do you? Some people say we're crazy. But pigeons are the best. Don't you agree? I love to feed them. To watch them fly. To be surrounded by them. Some people say that's disgusting. I think those people are wrong. That's why I started NYC Pigeon People. A group of like-minded pigeon enthusiasts. We talk about the best pigeon feed, the best pigeon parks, the best or maybe the worst thing that someone's ever said when you say, hey, my name's Craig and I love to feed pigeons. So come on through to nycpigeonpeople.net and thanks to Race to the Bottom and Radio Free Brooklyn for, for letting me do this. Yes, thank you to Craig and NYC Pigeon People um, who bring us this new segment, Excusez-moi, because you never should have to apologize for loving a bird. Uh, so yeah, uh, excusez-moi, uh, je suis désolé, uh, to Millicent. Um, I should never have screamed at her. Um, it, I have no proof that it was her fault that we didn't hear the last part of the show last week. Um, I want to extend a warm welcome to Pasquale and I, I really hope, uh, things Pasquale, I, I hope things work out. I know you're hearing all this. Maybe you didn't know about all the past. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, and also, I, I mentioned Action Bronson. Um, Millicent was a bi- is, a, is a big fan of Action Bronson, and I said on the show um, that he should be called Inaction Bronson uh, because he's uh, kind of girthy and uh, rather large gentlemen um and his people heard that and wrote me and demanded an apology um they actually pointed out six years ago i posted on facebook how much i loved action bronson um which is true i i did just see that um it was six years to the day yesterday um so my bad um excusez-moi action bronson and Millicent. Um, all right. I, you know, I might need to put this section like in, uh, like tuck it in more because it feels like my monologue kind of ends on a sour note. Um, but you know, it's never sour is Winslow T. Thank you to the people at Winslow. I'm going to play a tune by, uh, Childish Gambino, which is the alter ego of, Donald Glover, creator of Atlanta. And then we'll take a phone call. The phone number is 718-928-9732. Race to the bottom. Radio Free Brooklyn. Let's do this. Like a B and E, why I'm looking so fly? I'm just being me. Mood up, weed in my 
girl clutch. White girls to the 12 never really search. Smoke cars, where the gods need a bigger purse. Royalty, I'm the boss, we ain't gotta work. Laid out on the island, she Hawaiian. Wonder if she let me slide in. The OG making noise like a fire truck. Flew in, touched down, then we light them up. I've been saying that the click, there's a lot of us. They talk shit, but nobody else on top of us. Got popular, it's the real shit. Get in the face with a full clip. Get in the A, niggas don't slip. And get with a case just for selling it. I know them gorillas, I hang with them killers. They paint them as villains, but really they living. We got a ball, this is World War III. I'm the new Jay-Z. I ain't write shit down, I'ma steal that crown. I'ma do that thing, girl, you sweeter than mango. How we cool and confident with hair like Django. How we walk in the room and the girls, they notice. Cause they know you bogus, I'm the man you notice. And we can go together, doesn't really Retro, retro, you could be the moon to me, and I could be spotlight, spotlight, and if you think I'm ballin', you should've seen me last night, last night, fuck that, fuck y'all in the popos, down under, surfing on the Gold Coast, I'm looking for the truth in the blunt, and I ain't got a home, that's a stunt, so baby, if you feel like you wanna leave, I ain't afraid to drop a couple sky miles, the game ain't easy, we both deserve a little bit of time out, we can go together and die. All right, we got a phone call. Race to the bottom. Thinkinator. Uh, race to the bottom. Hold on a second. Yeah. Junior Baconator. Junior Baconator. I don't know what this. Thank you. What this is. Uh, this is Kyle. I just uh, is this a? Sorry, is this a radio show? Yes, uh, this is a radio. show. I just show. dropped you off. I'm I'm Kyle. I'm, I, I dropped you off. Uh, my this is this my list my Lyft driver. Yeah, I um. How? I sorry, I don't. Uh, you know, I looked you up. I, I, I on my app, it said that this was a radio station where I dropped you off. Yeah, and then I just went to the radio station, and I saw that you had a radio show. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Is this like liberal, liberal college radio? Um, whatever. It doesn't really matter. I just, you know, the the reason I'm pointing is because I'm calling is because. Thank you. Um, You're getting a baconator? Just throw some napkins in there. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm hungry. Anyway. Kind of early. I didn't even, I didn't know. I was in mid-sentence when I dropped you off. And, uh, you know, you're not obliged to listen to me. But, uh, I don't know, I thought we had kind of a rapport. It was weird that you just, I was talking, and I was telling, you know, we were talking about, you know, you work hard and I work hard. You know, I'm not like a full-time Lyft driver. i got other things. And, you know, I'm just telling you about Louisville, where I'm from. And then I just hear the clank of the of the door. And uh, whatever, you know, look, I, I, this is silly. Uh, I could just as easy 
you know, forget this. And, you know, I could write about, I could write something about you on my, on, on how the went on how the, the experience went on the app, but I'm not because I'm, okay. I'm a man yeah. and I, I call people and I talk to them. Um, so I thought that was really screwed up that you did that. Well, um, you know, I was trying to talk, I know a little bit about Louisville, but you kind of kept kind of cutting me off. So I didn't even know if you were listening to what I was saying. And also I, I was just trying to come to my radio show. It's early, you know, and I'm just kind of got my head in the game, but you know, um, okay. Okay. Well, I was driving and, uh, you know, whatever I get distracted and I don't do this all the time, but, uh, you just left. You just kind of like left, you know, and there's no even, there's not even like, Hey, bye. You just skedaddled. I, and, um, I whispered goodbye. I, I don't. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. He whispered goodbye. That's, that's not nothing. Well, um, you're not the easiest guy to talk to. I don't, you know, I, it's kind of, are you, are you a Democrat? Um, I guess I would say I'm a Democrat. Is this like a liberal thing? Um, I, I think we, we, you know, we're a 501c3, so we try to give a platform to everybody's, uh, political views, but I would say that there's some liberals. I don't know if there's conservative. I haven't, uh, taken a poll. Why? Well, most radio is liberal. I don't know. I just think I just get the sense that. Are you oh, are sorry. you a liberal? This is good. Have you ever had a baconator? Not at not at ten thirty in the morning. Well, I've been working like twelve hours. I mean, that's the, that's the other thing is that I just you know I don't think you know you probably are. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say you're not like in the real world. I don't know you, but you know you're probably just. Trust fund, and uh, you know I work twelve-hour shifts, and um, I'm fucking hungry. Excuse me. Yeah, we, I try. Yeah, to I'm not... upset. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, thank you. I'm glad that you know you whispered goodbye. If you need a lift, call me, and and uh, you know I'll be there for you because I, I that's who I am. Um. Okay. And when I say that I'm done driving. I say goodbye. Um, wow. I meant, <laughs> I mentioned that I had a weird lift experience, uh, during my monologue sponsored by Winslow T. But I think now, uh, it's extremely evident why I felt strange. That was, you know, last week we had a guy call in about uh, his Spotify. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm with some trepidation. I'm going to take this phone call. Um, okay. Race to the bottom. Oh, it's uh, 
it's uh, Dr. Dad. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Dad, uh, you are, you know, they say like a sight for sore eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, you're like a, a a sound for sore ears. I just had a really uh-huh. weird uh, phone call. Um, I was listening to that guy. As, yeah, as a from from a psychological point of view, what would you say might be going on with that guy? I don't know. I think he's probably all alone. He rides around, uh, has these connections with people for about ten minutes, and then he never sees them again. And he's trying to he's trying to loop around and make a connection with you. That'd be as a psychiatrist. That'd be what I would say. Okay. Well, that that makes that's kind of a more a positive spin on that uh kind of a copernican idea um and the whisper just wasn't quite enough he wants a deeper connection than a whisper yeah i that's that's what i would think well he tracked me down uh you know i did not tell him that i had a radio show He, Uh he tracked me down to to you know call into my show so yeah he uh i think you're definitely right that a whisper was not enough um just yeah. to let people know, uh, this is Dr. Dad. He's my dad and your doctor. Uh, what's going on, uh, Dr. Dad? You know, we are um, in uh, the middle of the men's group. Uh, we've been meeting 32 years or seven of, uh, seven of us, and I can actually hand this uh, to uh, some of the guys. They can talk and just blab a little bit, and, uh, and uh, so... Let me. Uh, is that is that good? How about Lou? He's he's from New York. He he's got all that cultural connection, and here he is. Is that good? Are you forcing him to do this, or is is? No, no. He wants to talk. Okay. Okay. He's ready. All, all right. right. Here he is. Okay. This is uh, Luigi. Hey, Luigi. Luigi Pasquale. Luigi. How are you? Good. Good. Have you ever We're- been? To a restaurant called uh, Bafangul in Astoria. That, that's why I was calling. Yeah, I, I want. I wanted to get if if you had any current menus because what you were saying sounded pretty good to me. Uh, yeah, well, it's, I I recommend it. Uh, it's it's in Astoria, and it's uh, it's they also have a some weird connection to Asheville, North Carolina, where I used to live. Um, oh, that is weird. That yeah. is weird. Uh, so how many how many Italian people did you know in Asheville? Not very many, but there's quite Not a few. Too many, yeah, quite a few right. in in New York here. Uh, yeah, right. Well, I'm from New Jersey, so uh, we, we uh, we're very well represented in Italian restaurants. Oh yes, um, I'm sort of a I'm sort of a big guy. Your your doctor dad is constantly trying to get me on a diet. Well, but, uh, it hasn't worked too well. Yeah, he he does that a little bit for me as well. So uh, you know, we're in does good he, company. Yeah, he? yeah. Yeah. Well, he's you know he's a skinny guy, so it's it's really envy. I mean, he 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 really enjoys <laughs> people who carry some weight. Gravitas, it's 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 known as. Yeah. But uh, but but your dad is a very good friend of mine. So I we we've enjoyed listening to your program. Well, well, thank you. Well, welcome to the uh, race to the bottom community, and and uh, I hope that you uh, give us a call again in the in the future. I will. I will. I'll, I'll be listening to you, and have, have enjoyed the morning. Awesome. Oh, well, th- thanks, Luigi. Sure. Okay. Okay. We're Take gonna... care. Okay.
All right. Did, does anybody else want to speak? Here comes your, here comes your dad. Okay. All right, Jonathan. Take All right. Care. All right. Thank you, Lou. Hey, I was um, sorry about what happened last week. I was just about ready to call in with, you know, some political input, but uh, and it got zapped. And uh, so, are you going to do that uh, phase again this this time? We are, yeah. Um, and if you um, if you if you want to chime in, uh, we we got the you know we always have the political checkup sponsored by Johnny's uh-huh. Automotive, um, where they do the job right and then check it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I kind of blamed that on, on my intern Millicent, but I don't know whose fault that was, but, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry that the connection got lost last week. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can call back later. Okay. If you want, if you want. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. How how about, uh, I'll, I'll do the political checkup and then if you want to call back in and talk about, uh, some of the stuff I was talking about from from like a uh, from a psychological perspective, we can get your take on it. Okay. All and right. I'll be listening and call in if it seems like I got something useful to say. All right. Thank you, Doctor Dad. All right. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye. My dad, your doctor, calling in with his men's group. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Um, so, I think the guy's name was Kyle. Kyle, I apologize uh, for not making a deep enough connection with you. I will, uh, if the, I'm going to try to figure out, can you request like a specific guy? I feel bad for Kyle. Uh, so if, if uh, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Lyft. I'm going to call Lyft and see if I, I can get Kyle to be my, be my, uh, you know, driver of choice. Um. I need to take a break and recollect myself emotionally. Um, in the meantime, here is a oldie but a goodie. This is Outcast with the whole world. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm afraid, like I'm scared as if but I've got a new song and I want y'all.
line. Look forward, not behind, then you see what you find. I called a sucker dying, cause he thought it could rhyme. And if his mama is a quarter daughter, must be a dime. I got a meter. Don't take no shots, I don't use a reaver. Asian, I don't even play the radio neither. Only if I need to know the sports or the weather. I'm a cool type of brother, but yep, your head I suffer from the neck. See, ain't nothing changed. Hit the stage. Set a date, sucker. In battle, we can engage. I slice you, wife you, marry you, divorce you, throw the Porsche at you. It's what I'm forced to do with my back against the wall. Crack his back, y'all. No, it ain't went nowhere like heavy hair with style and jail in it. Throw a curl in it. Dread that nappy shit up. Throw a shell in it. Whatever floats your boat, I find your lost remote. And this is for them niggas working at the airport who got laid off. I take my shades off. If you look straight in my eyes, you still might see your disguise because the whole, whole If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we have launched an after-school program for teenagers to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash afterschool. And remember, all donations are tax-deductible. Hi, this is Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. I'm here today to talk about cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a digital asset designed to work just like cash or card. Cryptocurrencies use decentralized control, unlike a central bank. That adds up to a whole lot more folks checking to make sure things are legit. That's why I'm proud to announce that in addition to striving to go carbon neutral, Johnny's Automotive is now accepting crypto. That's right. Pay for your new muffler with Bitcoin, Litecoin, Monero, or NEO. Or fork over the money for those new brakes or rotors with Ethereum, Zcash, Dash, or Ripple. We even accept Potcoin, Pandacoin, and Insanecoin. Just another reason to make it on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. Johnny's, we do it right. And check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what time it is. We got RJ Miller, Ronald Rhythm in the background. And with a name Sorry. Sorry, Johnny. Let me try this again. With a last name like Reed, you know I know how to read a good deal. That's why I uh, relish my support of 
from Johnny... Man, all right, let me try this one more time. With a last name like Reed, I know how to read a good deal. That's why I support Johnny's Automotive, where they do the job right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. There we go. Oh, it's been one crazy, crazy week um, on the political scene. And that's why it's time for... What in the crap? What in the crap? So, as the Democratic-led House sought to continue its investigation into the president's efforts to obstruct the probe into his campaign's dealing with the Russian government during the 2016 election, the Omelet Bar administration has now completely refused to cooperate. They have blocked the testimony of former White House counsel Don Don McGahn. Dan McGahn? Don McGahn? Don McGahn, that's it. They have uh, characterized the 14 various ongoing indications. I can't read. You know, when I was, uh, I played baseball, they had a nickname day. And uh, they would announce people as they came up to bat. And everybody had like a, and we couldn't come up with our own nicknames. I guess the coaches or some, you know, whoever. And I come up to bat for the first time. And over the loudspeaker, it says, now batting, number 12, the catcher, Jonathan, I can't read. And the whole benches, everybody, the whole stadium, you know, maybe 80 people just died laughing. So that announcer was was more correct than, than he would have even imagined. They have characterized the 14 various ongoing investigations into the president as a partisan hit job. And the Treasury Secretary, Steve Mnuchin, has refused to release the president's tax returns under any circumstances. Now, you got this guy, Jerry Nadler, who's the head of the House Intelligence uh, Committee. Isn't that what he is? Uh, Jerry Nadler actually represents um, uh, New York and my wife's uh, dad is a cardiologist, and he went up to Jerry Nadler. I, I was talking to to Luigi about uh, people, uh, doctors telling you you need to lose weight. He went up to uh, Jerry Nadler about 10 years ago and said, we need you around. You need to lose weight. I'm a cardiologist. So, Luigi, uh, Jerry Nadler's in our club, too. Um, but this guy, Jerry Nadler, uh, he, he says that we are entering a constitutional crisis. While uh, this guy, Bob Woodward, he was one of the guys that was in that movie, All Presidents, All the President's Men. Was he Robert Redford or Dustin Hoffman? He says that we're not, it's not a, it's not a constitution, constitutional crisis, it's a governing crisis. But, uh, you know, as all hope seems lost, I think we have found the way, finally, to bring down this president. And that leads to our new segment, We Got Him. I was wrong, and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. That's the jail cell being closed behind him. So yeah, I think we got him finally. 
We've got uh, the New York Times this week got Trump's tax returns for like ten years. He he was responsible for a like a billion in losses. Said he he might have lost the most money of any uh, person, like any citizen, uh, over the over that ten year span. They don't have the new tax returns. They don't have the hot new tax returns. They just have these old ones. But I think we got him. We're going to bring him down with this, right? This is going to be the thing. This uh, revelation led to some really hilarious uh, Stephen Colbert doing his impression of Trump, which, you know, I'm a huge fan of. How come Stephen Colbert used to be like the smartest, most biting comedian? Now it's just like dad jokes. And I'm sorry, the, the omelet bar impression has to go. It's got to go. Um, and then you got, uh, and, and another, uh, we got him. Uh, you got this guy, Comey, you know, uh, that homie Comey. Comey, Comey, that homie, Comey. Comey, Comey, that homie, Comey. Yeah. Comey, Comey, that homie, Comey. Comey, Comey, that homie, Comey. Yeah. This guy, Comey, he, he shows up like a bad penny. Now he's at a CNN town hall thinking that we got him. He said no doubt that that omelet bar would face obstruction charges if he wasn't the president. You know what? Sounds like we got him, right? I was wrong, and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah, so that's our what in the crap for this week. Um, and now it's time for... Who do you want to win and who... gonna win? The 2020 presidential race is really frothing up. Brought to you by A Room for Cream. Um... Does this sound familiar? Can I get a large coffee? Yeah, do you want room for cream? This is Bethany from A Room for Cream, where we focus on the cream so you don't have to. Yeah, we've got 1%, 2%, half and half, and whole and whole. But we also have soy milk, almond milk, cashew milk, coconut milk, rice milk, oat milk, and flax milk. But it keeps on coming. We also can lighten your coffee with milk from other animals, like goat's milk. Camel's milk, buffalo milk, yak milk, horse milk, donkey milk, sheep's milk, reindeer milk, and giraffe milk. Come and see us in the city on the Upper East Side and Chelsea, or our Brooklyn locations in Brooklyn Heights and Crown Heights. Or stop by our new locations in Queens, in Forest Hills, and Astoria. That's why they call us a room for cream. See you at the shop. Yeah, so who do you want to win and who's going to win? Brought to you by Room for Cream. They focus on the cream so you don't have to. Um, So who do you want to win and who's going to win, if you don't mind me asking? 
You know, it's funny. Uh, I don't um, love to gloat, but I like to gloat. And uh, on this segment for a while now, I've been talking about this electability idea and how it's kind of bogus. And we talked about uh, Pete Buttigieg and how the entire press just all decided at once that they wanted to, uh, you know, hurl attention onto Pete Buttigieg. And it's just the way these media, media narratives, I talk to my friend Jake about this all the time, the media narrative, and it just swirls up and, and takes over. And it's crazy because uh, this idea of electability has really kind of swirled up. Here's my topic sentence. Well, as the Democratic slate of presidential candidates has ballooned up to 22 people, the tenets about electability and even likability have started to receive some serious scrutiny in a bevy of new articles and op-eds. Um, so <laughs> you like that? I love these topic sentences. They help me focus. So the first of these articles that... Um, received attention is by this guy, Alex Perrine, and he wrote for the New Republic. He wrote this article called The Electability Monster. And he talks about uh, this. It's almost this idea of people not voting for who they want. It's 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 like family feud. I think Bob Garfield on uh, on the media said this. It's like on family feud, you don't say your answer. You think you try to vote for the answer that everybody else uh, answered. Right. Um, And he says in his article, electability was used by figures in the Democratic Party to push voters to embrace candidates, not because they were enthusiastic about that candidate, but because they were making calculations about what they thought other voters would like and find acceptable. But, uh, you know, and then he goes on in the article to say just what I've been saying. The candidate who gets not just the base infused, infused, enthused, but gets the uh, base enthused enough to get three or four friends to go out to the polls with them, that's the definition of electability now. Then you have this woman, uh, Claire Potter, who's a professor at, of history at the New School, and she wrote this article um, about how uh, electability, what it, it's called, men invented likability. Guess who benefits? And uh, if you want to guess, you can guess. But her idea is that men benefit from this idea of likability because they invented it. And she talks about Hillary. She says Hillary's approval ratings were the highest when her husband was treating her most badly. Once she began having her own accomplishments, her likability began to slide precipitously. Uh, precipitously. Man, I need to go to a speech therapist. It's easy to <laughs> it's easy to like women when they are in the position of being injured, she says in the article. So this is pushing forward this idea of likability and stuff um, and electability. Then um, then there was this hilarious article um, in the New York Times magazine about Mayor Pete Buttigieg, um, and just the title is great. How Pete Buttigieg. Oh, my God. It's hard enough to say Pete Buttigieg, but to put that in a possessive, how Pete Pete Buttigieg's meaningless erudition made him the quote-unquote smart candidate. And the really uh, great point that this guy, who's, let me quote my guy here, my 
uh, person who wrote the article, J. Caspian Kang. He wrote about, you know, everybody latched on to this thing about how Pete Buttigieg learned Norwegian and how amazing that makes him. When and the whole idea was that he has this intellectual curiosity. Uh, only somebody who who is intellectually curious could learn Norwegian because it's like useless. And the same people think that the fact that uh, Kirsten Gillibrand can speak Mandarin, well, that's she's just striving too much. That's too, uh, you know, she's too thirsty because it's actually useful to know how to speak Mandarin. Um, so that was hilarious. And also just talking about this um, likability and, and, and these whole ideas. And then finally, in BuzzFeed, there was an article about Kamala Harris uh, saying, what was the title of this article in BuzzFeed? You know, BuzzFeed, the Dozier people. Um, she, it's the real electable uh, Democrat is Kamala Harris. It says winning 2020 requires energizing black voters, not just the late, latest Democrat to win an election did. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Try this again. Winning 2020 requires energizing black voters, just like the last Democrat to win an election did. They're talking about Barack Obama there. That's what the electability discussion should be about. Um, so basically, uh, you know, this it's all this smoke and mirrors, right? Um, also... Jill Biden said we need to move on from Anita Hill. I assume she means that we need to move on to to Blasey Ford. Um, And uh, Beto apologized for when he said, I'm born to be in it, meaning the presidency. They thought that that was kind of entitled. He, He meant that he's born to serve. Okay, so that's the who do you want to win, who's going to win. This has been Race to the Bottom. Uh, sorry, Dr. Dad, I didn't really give you an opening. I got to get a two-hour show, and I got to learn how to read. Uh, kids, eat your veggies. And when I say kids, I mean race. When I say eat, I mean two. When I say your, I mean the. And when I say veggies, I mean bottom. Race to the bottom. Um, stay tuned to this station, Radio Free Brooklyn, for... Crime Talk BK coming up next with Joanne Perpich. Great show. You'll enjoy it. Um, and going out, I heard this song blasting through somebody's car at like 6 in the morning one day this week as I was walking to the train to go teach middle school, and I hadn't heard it in a long time, and it sounded good. Hold on. Um, and it is your favorite my favorite, Bob Marley, bringing him back, um, coming in from the cold. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, here's this ad. Get this guy out of here and turn this up, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.